Welcome to Watch Over, a podcast devoted to all things Arrow and Elicity. Featuring myself, Jen, aka J Buffy Angel, and me, Kelly, aka Callista Wolf. Be aware we do discuss spoilers and swear now and then, but we will always have fun and you will too. It is. Just got home from bringing the kids. Like literally, just stepped through the door. In the door. Yeah. Nice. Sorry, guys. A little, little, little stress, little stressful. Uh, no, there's just extra traffic on Fridays. Oh yeah, we talked about that last time. Yeah, it's a pain in my ass. Like, like, why are they leaving early so they can get home quicker when like everybody's leaving early to get home quicker so there's more traffic? That's annoying. Be late workers. <laughs> like, leave so an hour later. To, yeah. I had to take two weeks off because life. There were situations. I can't remember what the situation. Oh, I was gone because I went to St. Louis. And then I was sick. So it's always my fault. <laughs> well, it's fine because the previous Friday, Kyle had the day off and we had things we were doing. Oh, that's right. And then last week, I was like, you know, you said that that you couldn't because you didn't feel well. And I was like, oh, good. (laughs) 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 I just wasn't feeling it. I know. Well, like, we honestly, I feel like this week got a lot of shows released. And so, like, it's been, like, crazy. Like, it's been, like, a drought trying to find stuff to watch. And then all of a sudden, it was like, boom, March, here you go. Yeah, you got to love the the changing of the month where they release (sighs) all the new stuff. I know, but it's like I feel like February was just slow. Like for a I short month, it was a little slow. It was felt like it was really slow. Oh my gosh! I just, so like okay, there was like a win today from like regular life that with the good guys, and it like so rarely happens in corporations that I felt compelled to sh- share it. Give people hope in the times of darkness. <laughs> so I was working with this super huge jerk. Like you guys cannot imagine what a jerk this guy was. And he went off on a coworker, and she didn't report him, but someone else did. Oh, and no. then HR called me. Oh no! And I had to fill them in on my stuff. Oh no! And I was like, I didn't report him because like my bosses took care of it, but like this is how he is. And it was like he's very like demeat, like he just like talks down to. I would say he has a very specific niche category of young women who he views that are subordinate to him. And they fired him. I can't believe it. I was like. I know you've complained about him for a while. Mm -hmm. They fired him. Like I'm not rejoicing that somebody's fired. But like on the flip side. I don't have to work with this guy. But like he was like. It was really bad. Like he screamed at this poor child. Like as she like called me. Shaking crying. I was like you have to like. You have to report him. So. It's just corporations almost never do anything. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, it goes in their file. But then, like, because this is why people don't report stuff. Because they don't feel like the companies are going to do anything. So I was just really excited that my, my company, like, did something. I was excited. So I had a good week at work. Sorry that I'm rejoicing in someone else's misery. But he's really a jerk, you guys. 
Not cool. Not cool. How was your week, Cal? Um, it was fine. Regular? Pretty regular. I mean, we had, like, lots of things going on, so I feel like that made the week feel like it went by faster. Mm-hmm. You know? Just... That's good. That's good. I found a way to get my daughter up on time mm-hmm. in the mornings. How did this happen? And share it your was... knowledge, because it, maybe no, it'll help you get up. No, it's very specific to her situation. Okay. But I, it, it fell in my lap. So, like, Monday, pulled up in front of Liam's school after I picked her up, and we drove over to Liam's school, and we're sitting outside of Liam's school, and she's like, hey, they gave me this this today. You need to sign it and, and return it as a permission slip. And that morning had been a pain in the ass getting her up, as per usual. And I look at the piece of paper, and it's like, yay, for the first time in two years, we're doing the eighth grade trip to Six Flags down in the bay area if you want your kid to go you have to return this permission slip by such and such a day whatever it's going to cost this much they have to be at the school at 6 30 a.m that day blah 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 and i when i saw the 6 30 a.m i'm like i can't even get you up at 6 30 a.m much less be no at kidding. the school at 6 30 a.m and she's like oh well i would get up for this and i was like oh <laughs> Really? I was oh, like, you do say. Mm. <laughs> Carrots meat stick. She, she revealed her hand. Yeah. So oh. I was like, oh, well, I don't know if I want a girl that can't get up for school on an average morning to be able to go on such a wonderful trip that we're going to have to spend a considerable amount of money on because Amen, they also sister. Need Seems like that would be a reward for students who show up regularly and do their homework. Correct. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I told her, well, you know, if you can be in the car ready to go by 730 every morning, Mm -hmm. because that's when I prefer to leave as the driver. Amen. (laughs) It's the old house. She's living in it. Then it's until May 20th, just about the end of school. Oh. Then, 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 yeah, you can I'll go. cut a check. So she's been getting up every day. See, this is the key to parenting, guys. You got to find. You got to find thing, their thing. Like the currency. And then once she you find the currency. She almost has no things that she cares about. She's just she's, one of those kids that like, she has like, nothing. Right. No, nah, I don't need it. No, I don't want it. Like Lauren was doing care. a lot of lying. <laughs> Oh. Like she had been, yeah. Like this is when she was like eight, so it's been years. But like she was kind of like getting into this lying routine, and like Nick was like, she would never lie to me. I'm like, dude, that kid works you. Like you don't even believe. So she finally like coughed it up to him, and he was so devastated. So I told her, I was like, if you keep lying to me, I was like, there's no more feshes. And if she couldn't go to feshes, she could not earn her solo dress, like the glittery. And she like literally paled <laughs> in front of me. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I was like, yep, you crossed it this time. So she stopped. So this is the key to parenting. You find the thing and then you take it from them. <laughs> Every now and then the parents get a win and on you, the kids. And you hold in ransom to get them to do what you say. It's true though. It works every time. But it is challenging. You got to find the thing because their thing changes. Well, and yeah. And, and if you have a child like Evie where she doesn't have things. Right. You just so got to wait like for shmeh. the opportunity to fall into your lap. Yeah. A Schmeh kid is very difficult. 
Like, Lauren is not smash. She is invested in certain things. So, like, I get a little bit like, oh, if I take her phone, if she's done something bad, she knows she's just going to get it back. So, it doesn't, like, have a super impact on her. So, like, now it's, like, she's, like, super addicted to this video game. So, I'm, like, I'm going to take the video game. But you know what? Like, Nick actually headed her off at the past, like, I would say almost a year and a half ago. Because there was, like, we were having, like, we were starting the mother-daughter, like, stuff. And I'm the one with the temper. He's not. Like, he's not a yeller. Like, he, like, of the two of us, I'm the disciplinarian. So, but I would say he used his skills as a parent in other ways because he literally just sat her down and was like, listen, life around here is pretty sweet if you just do what you're told. He's like, mommy pretty much lets you do whatever, right? And she buys you things and you get to go shopping. And she's like, yeah. And he's like, so just shut up. <laughs> she tells you to do something. Yeah, and your life will be very peaceful and she will be in a good mood and spoil the crap out of you because that's what she likes to do when she's happy and Lauren like did the math she's like these are excellent statistical points you're bringing up father (laughs) so for the most part she's been pretty good she's still a teenager like I'm not like living with a cyborg but like overall she does listen for the most part because she doesn't like to invoke my wrath See, I wish Evie cared about it. But see, like, Evie is, like, schmeh. <laughs> like I said, she's just a schmeh kid, you know? Like, those are just She's really very hard. easygoing, and that is sometimes the problem, yes. Well, like, yeah, it's easygoing <laughs> or the rebellious child. Match like, easygoing and, and rebellious. Yeah, easygoing and rebellious. It's like those two extremes can be, listen, I feel y'all out there. I have, like, a nice middle line where... My child, I don't know, she was born with, like, an innate desire to please me. And, like, we hit, like, an age two or three situation where she was like, that's, I'm not going to do that anymore. That's stupid. I'm going to do my thing. And she went up against me a couple times. And she was like, you know, crime doesn't pay. <laughs> Just, so she, she for the most definitely part, more of the sort that he wants to please. He yeah. desperately wants that approval. Yeah. And you encourage so he's that easy. behavior. Like, yes, make me happy. I like that behavior. Continue. <laughs> it is ridiculously easy. It is ridiculously easy to make me happy. Like I am. Right. Like this I, is my point to her. I'm like not hard to live with. I ask you to pick up your crap and unload the dishwasher. That's about it. Like. Is I that di- that's pretty much all I expect is in the car by 730. I mean, really? <laughs> I know you're not even like pick up your crap. You pick up no. your crap for them. No. Which I'm like, no. No, I don't pick up their crap for them. Their crap just remains. Just stays. But like, it doesn't bug you like it bugs me. Well, if, if it was downstairs, yes. But, but like, learned in over the years. Yeah. Oh, see, I'll like, I'll go into her room and I'll flip out because it'll be a disaster. So the other I thing they did. I will flip out in their rooms, but I'm like, it's your room. Yeah, so you around the house. Hubble, like, then go for it. You know? Yeah, but around the house is starting to get like, but like, again, she's not like a typically, she concentrates her messy. So it's typically just in her room, but like Nick will be passing her room and he'll see it's messy. And he's like, if she comes in here and it's like this, she's going to flip her shit. <laughs> he's like, pick it up. And Lauren's main goal is for me to not lose my shiznit because she finds me very unpleasant when yelling because I am well, unpleasant. And I'm that's yelling. the thing. Evie does not like when I yell. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, Lauren doesn't yes, either. Yes, loyal listeners, I do yell on occasion. And if yeah, guys, you have sorry. the occasion... To be yelled at by me, you will wish you hadn't. No, I, listen, I 
have never had Callie mad at me ever, and I played to keep it that way. But it's it, it, it hard witness. to piss me off. But yeah, once I, it's done, right? I've been a witness to the rage. It's a thing of beauty, y'all. And I'm the same way. We're actually very similar in this point. Like we're cool until we're not. Until and then we're it's not. Like, no, sir. Then no. it's like throwdown time. So we're we're, yeah, we're, we're fighting. To avoid, Lauren likes to avoid the throwdown time. And see, because I am like say she doesn't like it when I yell at her. Then I'm like, yeah, why do you does? do things that make me yell why at you? She's then like, don't piss me off. Right. Her, her reasoning is that she wants me to stop yelling at her. For the things I don't want her to do or want. No, her to that's do. not how that works. And me. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> if you want me to stop yelling at you, you gotta stop don't doing do the, the stuff thing. I don't like. Yeah, these are very basic parent-child relationship here. Like, like <laughs> I used to get so mad at Nick because I would call him Danny Tanner, God rest her soul, Bob Saget. But he would do. I would yell, and then he'd take her aside and like have some warm, fuzzy talk. And I'm like, that's very like underhanded parenting. Like you, Danny Tanner, the situation. Like every once in a while, it'd be nice to see you be the heavy. So then the thing became, don't make me call daddy at work when she was home mm. with me. She's like, mm-hmm. I was like, don't make me. I was like, because I wanted her to want to deal with me. I was like, don't make me call daddy at work and tell him you're being naughty. And I did it a couple of times. And he like reamed her out over the phone. And she's like, let's not do that again. <laughs> See, again, just do what I say. And life is pleasant. What do you want from me? I mean, nobody ever said this house was a democracy. No. Also, you live rent-free. Yes, I know. I made the choice to have her. I get it. It doesn't matter. I pay for all her crap. And I'll continue paying her for all her crap until she's probably... Just people who say you made the decision, like, you shouldn't yell at them. You made the decision. Those people have never had children. Right. Well, yeah, I made the decision to have children. But then, like, you got to raise them to be functioning members of society. Right. And that requires a hard line sometimes, which means yelling. They're probably the same people are like, why are these adults so mi- misbehaved? Why didn't their parents handle them correctly as children? It's like, because Listen. their parents did the shit that you're saying that we should do. But like, you don't want to deal with those people out in the real world as adults. Trust me. This is what Neither. my mother always said. Because she would say this to Nick. Because Lauren, I mean, who is cuter than my Lauren? She was just like blonde and blue eyed. And she was a preemie. And like, she owned Nick's ass from like day one. And because, like, he still looks at her and thinks she's a pound 12 ounces. And my mom would say to him, good luck getting the car back. Because, like, it's cute when they're two, three, four, and five. But then when they hit 15, 16, like, that behavior is the same. And that's not so cute in a teenager who has the ability to drive. So, like, that got his attention. He was like, oh, yeah, she's going to keep getting older. (laughs) It's like they grow, you know. They grow and become more sentient. Well, and, like, I've seen kids, like, they get to this age where it's, like, not, like, they have no coping mechanisms. Like, everything they do is they throw a fit because that's what works. That's what gets mom and dad to do what they want to do. And you're really setting them up for a failure and a disservice at school. Oh, yeah. Teacher, we got no time for that nonsense. Imagine in the workplace. You think throwing a fit to your boss is going to work? Right. No. In high school with teachers. I mean, teachers don't have time for that stuff. They're teaching, like, 40 kids in the class. Like, it's, you know, like, no. So, to me, like, you have to tell them, you have to show them appropriate behavior. And sure, when I, I, it's not like automatically, we we don't automatically go to yelling. But, like, there's a buildup. 
And by like oh, yeah. the fourth freaking time, I'm like, okay, I've asked you nicely three times. Now you're just trying to poke the bear and listen. It's awake now, so wash out. The bear Don't here. <laughs> My dog would hide. Like he could sense, like there are two modes. I mean, he's always really cuddly with me, but when I was cleaning, he could sense it. Like, I got to get out of here because she's going to lose her shiznit on me. Because, like, he would always be underfoot and he would just frustrate me. So he'd go hide in the kennel. And he could sense when Lauren was going to get in trouble. Like, he could sense it before I lost my shiznit that I was going to lose my shiznit. And he'd, like, look at her and be like, I'm out of here. <laughs> You're on your <laughs> own, like, hide. He's like, you should do. He's like, I've been around longer. You should do this, too. <laughs> God speed, small town. Right. She's like, if she can't find you, you don't get in trouble. That dog was smart. Lauren was not as smart as our dog. I used to tell her, I was like, with the lion thing, I was like, Lauren, Kathleen, you are an only child. You are an only child. There's literally no one else around here to blame. What are you going to do? Blame the dog? <laughs> it's like, there's yes, no actually. younger sibling. <laughs> yeah. It's like, there's no younger sibling to sell out here like my sisters would do occasionally. Sell you down the river. But yeah, no. So I'm yeah. I'm very glad you found some currency with Evie because that's that's like a major <laughs> that's a crowning jewel of achievement. I just love that she gave it to me. I, too. I love that she gave it up. I love it. Like girlfriend. Come on, Evie. I thought you were like like she can withstand torture, you know? She just like, really wants to go on this trip. I love that she, she wants so to go excited. and she's excited. Okay, that makes me happy. Because, yeah, because, you know, she's not very enthusiastic about school. So it's nice to see her get jazzed about something. Yeah, it, she's my jazzed about doing six flags. Yes. Yeah. Also, like, that's a seriously great trip. It is like, a good trip. You know, like, some of the field trips are, like, lame. <laughs> You're like, no, that one I'll go to. It's going to be a grueling day. So they, like, they leave You're not school. chaperoning, are you? Oh, fuck no. Okay, good. Like, Girl. <laughs> what do you take me for? <laughs> Girl. No, no, no. Love yourself. Exactly. No six legs with a bunch of middle no. schoolers. God. <laughs> Rather shoot myself in the head. No, I mean, can I... you think of a worse hell? I really can't. No, I can't either. Mm-hmm. No. No. Um... <laughs> They have they're they're leaving the school at six thirty, driving clear Ooh. down to Vallejo, which is kind of like on the East North Bay. Yep, yep. And then spending the day there. Then they're driving back that night. Oh, and they're going to get back in like whenever they get back in after eight. Whoa. So that's, that's... well, they're not going to stay overnight somewhere. So. No, it's just going to be a long day of They're driving. They're going to do like, it. Oh, she will be fried. That's like almost four hours driving each way. You, she's going to be fried. I would like pack her up with some ibuprofen. She'll be out in the sun a lot. Like, I'm not kidding. Like, she needs like a whole like self-care oh, yeah. kit on oh, the bus drive yeah. home. <laughs> Several bottles of water. Like Bottles of water. Yeah. Part of the deal is money to buy like snacks and stuff. They mm-hmm. get like one full meal, but like. Yeah, but you get hungry running around. And she's going to want to buy a souvenir. But also, that's kind of my thing. Like, for every Mm -hmm. minute past 7.30 that you're not in the car, a dollar is going away from your souvenir fund. There's a souvenir fund. I love this, Callie. Because we would. Cal and I have racked our brains. I'm like, does she like any, like, video games? Like, she She likes things, but she has no problem Mm -hmm. giving them up just to spend an extra 10 minutes in bed in the morning. Yeah. It's like, this kid loves sleep more than I love sleep. And me, I I tried to have the sit down with her where I said, like, listen, (laughs) my child, you sit there and you say that you love me and that I'm a great mom, but 
What you're doing is eating away my sanity and will to live. This is going to send me to the moon. And it it, it had no effect on her. She's like, oh my God. See, you need a Lauren. Lauren, (laughs) Lauren is built like Nick. If we're not 20 minutes early, we're late. And I stress. I wish I could switch children because, like, that's my dream. I really deserve me. Here's the deal I deserve Evie and you deserve Lauren. (laughs) I seriously, honestly do. Like, I screwed up twice. I had done something twice. I can't remember because I can be a little ditzy. So I screwed up twice. You on... did never. Really? Me? I was just like a little ditzy. So I got screwed up on Irish dance night. I for... I thought the class was two hours and it was only an hour. And oh, it was a dentist appointment. I was going to quick run some errands while she was at the dentist. Her uncle is the dentist. It's not like I'm leaving her with like a pack of wolves. But like he finished with her in like 10 minutes. And I was like, well, I'm like 20 minutes away. So it's going to take me a minute to get there. So she had to like sit and hang out in his office. So she was crabby about that. And then the next day I was late picking her up. And she was like, mother. Like I could tell, she, like Lauren doesn't get mad at me, but she was PO'd <laughs> at me. I was like, she's never going to let me drive her anywhere again. And thus far she really hasn't. She's like, man, dad can take me. It's fine. He remembers what time is. Like, I try my best, man. I just, you know, you're at home goods, you're shopping for stuff. The clock whiles away. I, I just don't know what to tell you. But yes, in terms of like children that you deserve, Lauren's little pink little butt would be in there by like 7 15. I listen, it doesn't need to be in there by 7. Honestly, oh, this she morning, would just because she was, up, she was up like literally when the alarm goes off at 6 30, I go down the hall and poke my head in both their rooms, be like, guys, time to start getting up you know and normally they're both like yeah it's like nothing you know they're just gone this is the first round it's the opening offer it's it's the opening (laughs) offer exactly i'm not expecting a whole lot from it i'm just like hey guys right just so you know it's starting you know human beings you need to arise you are not always start with liam first kind of like his doorknob their their doorknobs are right next to each other (laughs) it's like the first one and also he's the older, so it's like I always open his door first. And like when I was opening his door, I heard like this coughing coming from Evie's room. And I'm like, what? And so I put my head in her room. I'm like, are you okay? And she's like on her phone laughing at some video. And I'm like, okay, wow. So she was up. They both got up. We let, we're in the car at 7.20. And I was like, this is the life. <laughs> Day made. I knew you were my blood. I knew they didn't switch babies on me in the hospital. Like, thank God. Ah. Yeah. Well, that's what my mom was like. She's like, mm, sometimes I wonder, did they switch the baby? She's like, you were low jacked pretty good, but sometimes I wonder. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. shows. Because, girl, there were some shows. We needed shows because, listen, <sighs> the real world has become. Oh my gosh. Listen, first, all of our thoughts and prayers are with the people of Ukraine. I was advocating my position to the Irish dance parents while we were in St. Louis. <laughs> um, and while we were at another dance. Were you even all successful? <laughs> um, no, because my current plan, I admittedly, it's not super well thought out. But this is where I'm at. I'm pretty much ready for a Navy SEAL to put a bullet in, put, in Putin. Like... I understand 
that if we do that, there will be massive consequences that could result in World War III and or a nuke going off. I'm not saying it's the best solution. It's just where I'm at emotionally. Well, someone needs to drop this guy. Here's the thing. I feel like most people think, you know what? If somebody were to take him out, that would be okay. But see, like, but then he has his whole gang and there's just going to be another one. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, one, 100%. But also yeah. at the same time, like, you don't really, like, broadcast that. And especially if you were a United States senator you should not say somebody see i don't watch any news other than what i get off twitter it was on twitter last night and i was like what what happened are you kidding lindsey graham said (laughs) he said it out loud on like fox news or something and i'm like oh no you don't do that see now (laughs) see like i clearly i don't care that the russians are gonna tap my phone it's fine guys they can watch me go to target i don't do much they could listen to this podcast podcast. we're not whatever we already have no power in this listen we had our whole (laughs) we hate russia after the whole skating thing so like it's not like we've been hiding our distaste for like yeah no i grew up in the 80s this is in my blood Right. It's not the Russian people. They're just as much victims as everybody else. But it's the it's the oligarchy. It's the whole yeah. it's the whole yes. power Correct. structure. One hundred percent. So yeah. Are they tapping my phones? Probably. Uh, do I care? Not yeah. really. So but like I'm not a US senator on a nationally televised TV show. Like you just don't With do that. To Navy you just don't you just don't do that. Like the man the, the impression I've gotten from Putin in the last couple of weeks has been this is a man who's kind of lost his grip on reality his sanity whatever yeah and he's also just like he also seems to just want to watch the world burn particularly i do think we're really dealing with so some let's serious not set him off. hitler crazy yeah let's not set him off like <laughs> i mean we don't want to necessarily like ignore him but like at the right same time, like it's like, a pl- but, like, my thing is, <laughs> is he crazy enough to invade a NATO country? You know, I think. I don't know if he is. I that's keep gonna going to bring back some hurt. Forth. I keep going to bring some hurt. He really wanted, he was really adamant about Finland and Ukraine not joining NATO. So, yeah. Yeah. It sounds he like he's like to maybe avoid that. But, like, did yeah. you hear last night that Russian people were like firing on, firing on, shelling? The largest nuclear power plant in Europe. <gasps> and it caught fire. And everybody's <gasps> like, oh, if this thing blows up, it'll be 10 times worse than Chernobyl. And I'm like, oh, that's can not good. Stop, can we stop firing at it, please? So they, they finally got it, like, it under control. But like for a minute there, everybody was going, um. <laughs> I told you the plan. Oh, by the way, Nick blew up my nuke plan. Oh, no. What was your It was really plan? upsetting because I told him. I had thought this all through. And we're, like, if the nuclear, like, he's like, babe, you do know that once they launch it to when they land, it's, like, 15 minutes. I was like, I didn't know that. <laughs> he was like, so we're, like, not making it to New York in time. <laughs> I was like, well, maybe we should, like, pre-plan or something. He was like, well, <laughs> as Kyle pointed out, if you triangulate like all the missile silos, which are the places they probably be most they likely to try first. to hit, that if you like tri- triangulate, my in-laws live right within that triangle. Oh, that's nice. And I'm like, oh god. Okay, sorry, we'll just why? go there. Okay. No, well, you don't want to go there because, well, here's well, the thing. This is yeah, I do. Because I don't Kyle want to survive the winter. Remember, that's my thing. I don't want to survive. I know, I know, war. and that's and Kyle <laughs> and you, honestly, 
you have the same plan because he's like, I'm like, are you going to murder suicide? Because I don't, I don't agree with that. And he's like, I'm not going to live through a nuclear winter. And I'm like, no, but if you're not in the blast zone, what are you going to do? I'm like, I'm going to take your guns away from you, sir. This is my point. Like, if we're not in the blast zone, we're so screwed. Why you need to drive to a blast zone? See, there's a reason why I'm not an elected government official. <laughs> so, my plans aren't always the super smartest, but whatever. Yeah. So, the, Kyle's plan is that he wants to die. And my plan is if I'm not going to die right away, then I don't want to make it worse by, you know, being in a blast zone. I fair. That's fair. Or murder suiciding my whole family. Jesus Christ. No, I'm Kyle. not going to do that. Like, I got to. Well, go, he said like, he wasn't going to. He says, that's up to you guys. I'm like, so you're just going to leave your family oh to God, deal Kyle. with a nuclear winter without you? That is not acceptable to me. So, this is like an ongoing thing. I'll let you know how that one shakes out. Okay. It's just like hey, how did the dancing with the stars dude get out of the Ukraine? Uh. Because they were, like, literally pulling men from their cars. Like, if you were within a fighting age, which he is, like, you were getting thrown into a uh, uniform and handed a gun. So I was a little confused. Like, how did he get out? I wasn't aware of him. He got out. Okay. I I was like, how did that happen? I'm barely aware of even who the Dancing with the Stars. I know. I know he's just on Dancing with the Stars, and I know he's Ukrainian. Like, that's about the... I just was like... I, I just feel like that's information if somebody you was share with from Ukraine and was on an American TV show that they're probably in America. But well, but like, like I know he, he was doing the Ukrainian Dancing with the Stars. Oh, and he was there when this all went down, and so now he's coming back home. But I feel like that's information he should share with people. Like, how'd you get out, man? I don't know, <laughs> like, man. People are trying to get out, and they're not having a lot of luck. So here's the thing. I think staying and fighting is not a bad thing. Like, they, not should, Sorry, they should they should stay and fight if they can i can't really respect the man for doing it like i'm like they're literally like pulling children like 20 somethings and i don't know i was not i wasn't like real impressed with the with the courage but whatever but <laughs> like hand it out to the women and children who are trying to flee like what train did you take like what route you know what i mean Anyways, all right, let's talk about stuff that doesn't matter anymore. All right, Love is Blind. Love is Blind was a fucking train wreck this season. Well, we dived back into this dumpster fire of our own free will. And it was like one of those things in the first episode, you're like watching and you're like, oh, this, is, this isn't going to go well. This isn't going to be as good as it was the first season. This is... This is bad. These people well, are bad. <laughs> I actually was okay. So spoilers. So I was actually okay with one of the couples that got married. I really thought they were so Ayana and oh, Jared. Shoot, Jared. I thought they were really cute. They were and very I, cute. And they were so happy like at the wedding. Like I knew right. they were both going to say yes. I'm rooting for them. Because they were both people. in such a good mood. And, so and I, I like, kind of okay. feel like the stuff that Jared has to work on is like the stuff that every guy in like going in, out of his 20s into yeah. his 30s kind of needs to work on like I don't know exactly he doesn't party too much and go out all the time when he's single like that's that's what they do so it sounds like they're like compromised and she's just the cutest little cupcake that has ever existed and I just want her to be happy and he seems to really love her 
So, and I like that they, like, the producers knew, like, there's no chance these two are saying no, we're going to put them last. Like, it was kind of like the Cameron and, or Prince and, Prince and Prince of last year, season one. I'm not going to remember anybody's names. Um, The (laughs) ones that I was, like, really horrified, of course, were Deep Dean and Shake. So, like, okay. I understand because, like, I love that, like, Vanessa Lachey just read him, like you said, just absolutely read him for Phil. Because he was like, she was like, what show did you sign up for, man? Because he was all about asking, like, it's called Love is Blind, and all of his questions were trying to sort out, like, what people look like and if they're fat. Like, finding out who the fat girls were. Yeah, like, oh, could I pick you up? Would I have a hard time picking you up? Or, you know, I like to buy your clothes. I like to buy girls' clothes. What's your size? Like... And, like, most of the chicks caught on to it. But I feel like with Deep D, I think the fact that he was an Indian, and I think that she had, like, a connection with him. But I don't understand what happened because he saw her and he was like, holy cow, you're hotter than hot, which, by the way, she's a smoke show. And then oh, totally afterwards, he was like, I don't know, it's like when she put on the bikini or something and he came out in the pool and he's like, now I'm not feeling it. And after that, he was just like, I'm not feeling it. And I'm not attracted to her. I was like, what is wrong with this dude? So, like, I understand attraction's important. But like Vanessa Lachey said, what show are you signing up for? Like, Nick If it's was that like, important to you, there's a million other dating shows you could have gone on. Right. And she's like, go on. Like, and then, like, Nick Lachey was like, also, it sounds like you're just looking for conventional dating. So why didn't she just keep doing that? <laughs> Well, and also, like, if he really wanted to be on the show, Too Hot to Handle, also Netflix show, very much concerned with sexual attraction. Yeah. I also feel like Shake is a little delusional about what he looks like. Oh, 100%. Like, we're not dealing with, like, the fact that he says, in front of Nick Lachey, Nick Lachey, you guys, he's like, the only person I'm attracted to is... Vanessa. Vanessa. I love when Nick was like, this isn't even worth my time. This isn't even worth my time. Like, Vanessa and Nick totally earned their paycheck. They did. They were, like, (laughs) navigating some serious BS with this guy. They were like, okay. And Vanessa was like, oh, cool. All I've done is berate you all hour. That's a healthy relationship. (laughs) Like, maybe he has a humiliation kink. I don't know. I don't know. She's like, we might want to look into that. It's a little weird. Yeah, and then he was like, oh, I feel like, you know, getting a wife is like making the most important purchase of your life. Yeah, the purchase thing. It was like, oh, no. Did he you did not just compare? say that. I was like. like and then when 18, they said, you know, are you saying that there are things people, you know, you can buy a relationship? And he's like, it's a major purchase. Then. And I'm like, oh, no. That's Stop not it. Fair. I love that Shane next to him because he's sitting next to him. He's like, please do not associate yourself with me in any way, shape, or form. I do not agree with this. Nobody person. there likes Shane. Like, no, not a single off- man, not awful. a single woman. The hosts, like- the hosts, they're like, you are the absolute. <laughs> what I think is so funny is the show was like trying to find what was the other chicken season one that was terrible? Uh, Jessica. Jessica. They were trying to find another Jessica, but they found Shake instead. Well, and they thought it was Shayna because they, they gave thought her, it was going to be Shayna. They she totally gave Shayna the villain edit and everything. And she was like, like, "But I'm piecing out because like, like and I." Shake 
was just like, hold my beer. I'm here. Yeah, I got this, girl. I got this. He was and interrupting like, everybody. And oh, the- and he was like, yeah, he was like offering his opinions that were terrible opinions and saying, this is what everybody thinks. And they're like, this is not what everybody thinks. This is not even what the audience thinks. This is just what you think. You are crazy. Well, and I love, I got to be honest, the way Deep T rolled into that wedding. She was gorgeous. Gorgeous? Like, she she did herself up to the nines. Oh, gorgeous. Walked up there, that looked dress him on in her. the eyes, and said, fucking no. She was like stone cold killer, guys. She Girlfriend got in a beautiful dress, a sari, and was like, walked up the aisle. And then like they have two different places where they have to say, I do, or... So, like, they share their truth, and then they say whether or not they say I do. So, they started with Deep D, and, like, it was a little bit like Shake was on. I think Shake was 100% going to say yes, because he was just like, oh, well, we have yeah, this great totally. so this great connection. I guess, you know, the attraction thing, whatever. And she totally was like, I'm not marrying you today. Like, right at the start of the, of the speech. Like, she, the girlfriend just went through the whole get-up dress just so she could dump his butt on the altar. It was glorious. And she just was like, I deserve better than you. I deserve somebody who wants me. I'm like, yep. Because, I mean, I do agree with him to a certain extent that attraction is important. But, like, but the way like- he was trashing her... What did he expect? Right. And also, like, she's beautiful. So I don't understand. Like, he's walking around thinking he's, like, you know, 1994 Brad Pitt. And I'm like, you are not 1994 Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt isn't even 1994 Brad Pitt anymore. I think he had, like, a mental block for it or something. Because there's certain people, like, you can develop an attraction to people over time if you give oh, it a absolutely. chance. absolutely. Like, how many freaking romance tropes are, like, enemies to lovers and you know what I mean? Like, friends to, like, you don't have that attraction but to me, but it grows. But he it down from the very beginning. Yeah, I like... feel like it was that when they were in the pool. Like, she put on, she put on a bikini, which was a super cute yellow bikini. She looked great in it. I don't know what the problem was. And he just was like, yeah. And then he was just, like, done. Because she didn't look like, like, I don't know. Giselle or something in it or whatever like hi this is a real woman we have curves our stomachs are not eight packs like it's we're people you know what I mean and oh by the way your tummy's a little flabby so I wouldn't be throwing stones you know well, so at the end tall. when he he's is like oh then he pretends it was so happy it was like I was like oh gosh this guy is totally fake wait what did you say and I was just remarking about his appearance, just like. Right? So, again, it's like he really didn't even give it a chance, which is what I feel like Deep T was kind of like, come on, man, give it a shot. But he just, he was he was really superficial. I didn't think that's what everybody picked up on. And I guess now that the show's over, he's like completely, he's like total jackass from what you're telling me. And he was a total jackass on the reunion show. I think he just came rolling in there so confident in his opinions and just what did you think of nick and yeah what did you think of nick and danielle danielle needs fucking therapy i know but when they said they were in couples therapy i was like oh thank god i was like already (laughs) no i was like oh thank god i they had to have signed up for that like right away because she it was so clear mm -hmm. she's so so she's mom pretty tight needed it she so badly needed it 
girlfriend was so insecure and she was really pushing a lot of that onto him and it was mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it was painful to watch I was like, what are they fighting about? I was like Nick the whole time. I'm like, what are we fighting about? What is this fight about? It was so confusing because she would just like get mad about stuff. And like, I'm emotional. I can do that super easily. Like you have to keep yourself in check because it's like, I can just like get mad about like Nick is even like, my Nick is like, what are we fighting about? What is this an argument? I'm like, I don't know. He's like, okay, so like, let's stop arguing. I'm like, okay. You know, so it's like that. Like when you're an emotional person, I think she's an emotional person. Like you have to kind of like have some like self-awareness of that. And she just had like no self-awareness the whole time of the show. And then every time she like gaslit him and made it seem like he was the one who did something wrong or he was upset about something or. Which it was, like, makes me. Yeah, go on. Well, and then and it was like she would turn like really happy moments that were great. She would get mad. She would like pick it apart and like get mad about one insignificant little detail and blow up the whole day. Oh, yeah. Something so had I nothing was, to do with it. I know. I was floored. Homeboy said yes. I was like, really? But it must have been contingent on therapy. That's all. <laughs> Well, I do like what they said. They did say, like, in the pressure cooker of the show, I could believe that. It wasn't really bringing out her most, like, if you're an emotional person and you're under a lot of stress, it doesn't bring out your best side. So I'm hoping, like, she's more regular. She's more like the girl in the pods and was, like, more regular, like, every day. So she's more tolerable. But, like, I don't know how you live with somebody who's, like, constantly, I don't know, flipping out on you. Like, that's not good. Speaking of gaslighting, mm-hmm. lay it on me. So we got more insight into what happened with Shane and Natalie the night oh, before the wedding. Spill it, because I so, know what the fight was about, but I feel like he was not talking during the during the reunion show. Well, it, it sounds like just from what we've heard that like he said some really terrible things to her. Well, I think it's that really, really interesting. Made her rethink the, I the mean, didn't she? Didn't he say he hates her and she's the worst something thing like that, that ever ruined happened to her, him? Ruined his, his life or something like that. Yeah, like, like she's ruined his life. She's the worst thing that ever happened to him, and he hates her. This is the night before they're gonna get married. Correct, and then and so it, it really like she was all ready to say yes, and then that happened, and so she said no, and he took the no really poorly. And it sounds like yeah. he's still taking it poorly because yeah. he sat there and he told her like, oh, I'm sorry I did, th- I'm sorry I, I, I did this, I'm sorry I did that. And then he's like, and where's your apology to me? Right. And she's he like, does that okay. and like, the whole, <laughs> and like the whole time, what rubbed me wrong about him is the whole time he would get on her, but like, why don't you brag about us? Why don't you talk about how amazing I am to everybody? And, like, she's very, like, sarcastic, and she's just very, like... That's like she not would, who she is. He should Yeah, know she's that. got, like, a very, you know, like, she's like Mark Guggenheim. She's got a very biting sense of humor, which I do agree you have to be careful with that because it can hurt people's feelings, especially if you do it all the time. And I'm sure she was doing that a lot, which is grating, and so I understand why you get upset about that. But, like, also, like, even when she was complimenting him, he was upset that she wasn't, like like bragging about him to everybody it was like more important for him that they be on like some pedestal in front of everybody instead of what was actually functioning in their relationship which was wildly concerning I was like that's not every day like are you gonna get mad at her she's not on Facebook every day talking about an amazing husband 
seems well, like yeah. it. It's just like a lot of red flags with him. And I think she really just kind of got out. And did you see where it seemed like Kyle and Deep D? Yeah, that was interesting. Like, I'm curious what's going on there. Like, Kyle deserves better than Shayna, and yeah, clearly deserves better. There was some eyes happening. Like, he literally said he loves her. Yeah, I was like, what? Oh, and then Shane was like, "Oh, so glad I could facilitate this." I'm like, "You are unbearable." And I was like, "You need to just go away because you're gonna jinx the whole goddamn." You're the worst. You're the absolute worst. (laughs) The ones that I didn't really care about were Mallory and Sal. Sal, I was just like not. I just I loved Sal, but like I loved Sal and his cute. I got nothing from Mallory. I just didn't. No, it was like the girlfriend. I mean, she said she loved him, but I was like, "Mm, I don't know. And, like, Shayna, I didn't have as big of a problem. Like, I think what Shayna did where she goes to Shane, and I think that was shady, and she shouldn't have done that, especially after she said yes. Listen, guys, when you say yes to somebody, when you say yes to getting married to them, that means you're not single. It seems that there's some confusion with these people on what getting engaged actually means. Because there's a lot of, like, discussions afterwards. Like, I understand what Mallory was saying with Jared. Like, they had just had this huge, like, we're not going to be together. It was very emotional. They hadn't talked for a while. But, like, he was engaged. And, like, that conversation was really not appropriate in my, from my viewpoint. So oh, I'm glad I that agree. He, I'm glad that they apologized. Yeah, me too. But Shane, Shana, I was like, my thing with her was, I think she was just kind it's either one of two things, like what you said, where the producers put her up to it to say yes to Kyle, or she just was like, oh, this is like, well, I've known guys who are Christians and it didn't work out, like she said, and so I said I yes. Think, but- I think the producers put them both up to it. I don't believe that he would have it ever was, asked her. It's such a glaring, like they were fighting about it in the pods. I was like, listen, money, religion trying to think of the third one i know money and religion are like the top top three thing in the top three of things that <sighs> couples fight about you got to be on the same page or if you're not on the same page at least respectful of each other's differences you know but these two were already fighting about it and i get it like that can take time to like sort out and but... maybe we didn't see enough of what went on in the pods to see their right. their connection i to don't see know their connection. i don't know it's but very I... fishy to me but it was really important for her to have somebody who has a connection with God. And I'm just kind of like, what are you doing then? It's like, he's an atheist. Well, and like, then she sits there and she talks about how God is so important to her. God is this. And then she gets over to Shane afterwards. Yeah. And is like trying to steal him away from Natalie. And it's like, like that's not, you're not Christian, honey. walking the fucking walk. Lady. <laughs> right. Like you can say God is like so important to you and is your number one relationship in your life, but if that's true, then you don't steal another girl's man. No, you wouldn't that's even conceive. Who's engaged? It. So she's just, she was just. Ugh. I, I do I did feel not like her at all. The one thing Shaker said that I kind of agreed with was, "Can we just be honest that these two just wanted to spend more time on the show?" Oh, one hundred percent. I was yeah. like, "Yeah, okay, that's fair." Everyone was like, "Oh, all horrified when he said that." I'm like. But then she was like, well, she's like, look at all this drama I created. And like, it would have just been easier if I had said no. And, but then like, yeah, but then you wouldn't be on the show. <laughs> and we know why that that's why you said yes. Right. Yeah. That's why you said yes. Let's so, not, let's not make like, it about this. And that. Right. It's like, we know what it was, was going on. But I just think it's so funny once they hit Mexico, she gets on a plane. She's like, later. 
like, oh my gosh, this is ridiculous. It the was thing ridiculous. that was like kind of blowing me away, and I don't know if I'm like reacting to it weirdly, but like in the beginning, like everybody was talking, like the reason why they wanted to like do this show, and a lot of it was like, a lot of it was, you know you know, the, the dating world and like, listen, I haven't been in the dating world for 20 years. So, and like the way people have to do it, I honestly feel it's like shopping. Like you go on these apps and you shop for your potential mate. It's, it's a very different way of interacting with people. Um, whereas like before, like you would just meet somebody and, you know, so, but I felt like a lot of them were saying like, Oh, I don't want to be alone. I don't want to like, you know, I don't want to die alone. And like, it was like, it was like, I want someone to love me for me, which is all great and kind of stuff. But like marriage is really about the other person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, I wanted to get married because I wanted to be married to Nick. And the focus was for me, it wasn't like, oh, I want Nick to have to take care of me in case something happens to me. I need somebody to like, it was like, no, I want to love this man for the rest of my life and make him happy because that will make me happy. You know what I mean? Like it's a, it's, it just was throwing me off that it was kind of like people's focus on this was so singular upon themselves. I was like, I just feel like you guys aren't really going into it correctly. So it didn't shock and shock me that there wasn't a lot of like love matches this season. No. And it was, it was honestly, I've, I've been telling Jen that I've been watching the Japanese version of Mm -hmm. love is blind. Mm -hmm. And now I'm, I'm only up to episode four. Like I have to, you have to, I know because it's subtitles. Yeah. Because they're subtitles. Yeah. But like, it's what love is blind us should be because I'm going into the fourth episode. They're still in the pods. Really? Like they're showing people get get engaged one one each episode or at least one each episode. Okay, so they've just edited it differently. Then they edited, they just show that just to kind of keep you going. But then they're spending so much more time in the pods. You see a lot more of their conversations and what Mm -hmm. they talk about and how they make their connections and such. And so it it feels like what Love is Blind should be to me personally. Like these are people who are going in there for the absolute right reasons. You can see it in the way yeah. they talk with each other. Like all the women uh, in their side, like the way they talk to each other and support each other. And then the men do the same thing. Like they talk about relationships and their feelings and they support wow. each other. And it's like, just actually- like, it's so healthy and adorable. And the sets are gorgeous. You should see the set where the couples first see each other. It's like literally on a bridge over like a fake pond Aww. with like all these flowers hanging from the ceiling and twinkle Aww. lights and stuff. Aww. It's freaking gorgeous. And like who doesn't look amazing? Is... Everybody looks amazing. Twinkle lights. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, and everybody is, of course, a smoke show. But they also have like a really like vast, like a lot of different ages. Like the oh, youngest. That's interesting. The youngest man is 23, almost 24. And, like, mm-hmm. the oldest, he's, like, in his 50s. Oh! And, like, some of them, the women have been, like, married before. Some of the men have been married before. Like, okay. it's really, really They're really in it to find a spouse. Correct. It's just, it's so, I've, I've found it, like, really interesting. And it's, it hits that romantic button that like love is blind kind of wants to be, but then gets derailed because it's like, we want drama too. And it's like, I know 
but also it's kind of sometimes it's fun to just watch people navigate relationships yeah and that's what the japan one does so it's like if you have the ability to sit down and watch it, it and can be my workout show because i can watch it read the it's, subtitles while i'm running it's worth it because i just find myself like my heart grows three times every time i watch it I love so that. sweet and okay. speaking of sweet bridgerton's yes. coming <gasps> Okay, I'm missing all the Bridgerton fun on Twitter because I'm so busy at work. But like, I saw that there was a poster, and there were some, there were some. There's lots of photos, and posters, and stills and posters. I'm so excited. I just opened up an article on Twitter that's listing the songs that they're <gasps> doing this year, this season. And oh my god! Oh, oh my god! That's what we're supposed. Okay, you guys, but for real, if you. Oh my god. If you hang on, so I forgot to ask something from Love is Blind. The Love is Blind season, the music on this show was oh, unbelievable. Yeah, really they have like 30 amazing songs. I'm like on episode six. They have 30 amazing songs, like literally in every episode. They're all fantastic. So go to iTunes and get yourself some music because it's they really did a bang up job on the on the music. I'm like actually more invested in the music than I was the show. Okay, so there is a Oh, I'm so excited. Wait, it's, I'm trying to see. It's, it's got like all the songs, you know how they do the 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 violin covers of, of popular music? Yeah, yeah, yeah. La- name off a couple. Um, Material Girl by Madonna. <laughs> you Oughta Know by Alanis Morissette. Oh, that's great. Oh, Sign of the Anthony. Times by Harry Styles. What About Us by Pink. Uh, Wrecking Ball by Miley Cyrus. Oh no! <laughs> I she cannot some dance wait. to that one. I cannot wait. Oh. <laughs> Any tea swizzle? No tea swizzle. Dang it! Well, they used Dang. a lot of tea swizzle last year, so they got to keep yeah. it. Yeah. But no, I'm legitimately excited. So you haven't seen the still picture of Anthony with the wet shirt yet? I saw it, yeah, last night. Okay, and I was okay, like, okay. oh my gosh. I don't know what, I don't know what would require him to go into a pond, but I'm here for it. <laughs> I, I know exactly why he goes into the pond. And, and I, you can look no further than the adorable little corgi. Okay, great. That's fantastic. It makes it even better. I am a fan of Anthony being in a wet white shirt all the time. I think they should just have like a hose. <laughs> just hose them down. So to people who watched season one of Bridgerton have not read the books and are like kind of unsure about watching season two because Simon mm-hmm. isn't going to be there. Not, mm-hmm. They didn't Duke like Anthony in season one. Now I'm here to tell you. If you watched season one and were frustrated with Anthony, as most of us were, I was one of them. I was You're like, supposed to guy, be frustrated with him. This yeah. guy is an ass this season, yeah. right? Everything that you kind of wanted, like Anthony needs to be brought back down to earth. Anthony needs to be humbled. Anthony needs, he needs to get a taste. It. He needs to get a taste of his own medicine. That mm-hmm. is season two, at least as far as the book went. Like Anthony is sitting there cock blocking his sister's like matches and and possibilities to find a suitor and everything like sending guys away and like frustrating her right and you're like god anthony you're the worst well what happens in the second season 
the girl that he wants to like chase down and make his wife, she's got a sister who's blocking all her choices if she doesn't think that they're the right one, you know? So it's like he gets a literal taste of his he own. He gets ass. his. That's, a, that's, that's really what I'm saying. Well, and I think they tee it up for that because I've heard too that the second book is so much better than the first. I so, really like the second book. Some yeah, people, I've, I've heard that a lot from like the Bridgerton readers. They really like the second book more than the first. Like you get because you get the first book, you go through the first book because yeah, of course Simon and then you know Daphne, but that the better story is with Anthony. So I'm super jazzed for it, and it's funnier too, at least in my opinion. I also think, like, didn't they say that they had a sex scene in there that was so dirty? <laughs> <laughs> like they had to have a close set. It was like. Very risque. So I'm I'm really excited about it. I'm I'm very 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 happy. It's going to be. I'm not the really, question. Really do you binge too. it all in one night or do you take your time? I don't know what to do. I am going to try to take my time. Okay, I think we should like do an episode. Are we going to do like an episode a week? Yeah. Well, okay. or whatever. Like whatever. <laughs> I know. I don't want to commit to that because I I know know, I'm going to try. All right, we'll figure out a plan offline. Did you end up watching? What did I tell you to watch? I told you watch. You told me to watch uh, Reacher, and And Reacher. We did watch some of Reacher. We haven't finished it yet, and it is good. It's good, right? Shockingly, I really didn't think it was going to be like not to judge a book by its cover, but I just was like, Nick showed me the cover, like Nick. My husband is a huge fan of the author of Reacher books and like he saw the Tom Cruise movies, but he was both he and my dad are huge fans of these books. They read Once them all you the time. know that he's supposed to be this enormous guy. Yeah. So you're like, like, why was Tom Cruise? Nick was like, yeah, Nick was all crabby. And I was like, what's going why are you so mad of that Cruise is and he said the movies are fine, but he was like, they make a huge deal in the books about how enormous Reacher is. And he's like, Tom Cruise is literally a munchkin. So <laughs> he was like, no, not happy with it. So I heard that there was going to be a TV show and they actually led with it on Amazon, the casting. Like that was the first thing they put out was like, here's who's playing Reacher. And the guy is like some six foot five Norse god. Like he is. He's enormous. He's enormous and like seriously hot. But he looks a little like frat boy. So I was like, are really is this gonna be the like the acting? Are we gonna But, but he's he so really sharp? Good. And he's, he's funny. So sharp. And he's very sharp and he makes Reacher smart but funny. But like he's a very huge physical presence. And listen, there were sh- there were shirtless scenes that my husband was like, Are you happy now? I'm like, Yes, I am well fed. He's gonna make Oliver Queen. He makes Oliver Queen look flabby. <laughs> it's like nuts. Like, holy crap. So yeah, it was good. I, I really, really liked it. So I'm glad you're watching. And then did you start the cleaning lady yet? No. Okay. So all right, I'm gonna be straight with you on the cleaning lady because I was a little bit like, what's going on? So I saw a super hot scene for the cleaning lady. I was like, well, this is interesting. I'm gonna watch the rest of it. I hardcore binged it, which I almost never do. I never sit down and just watch a show all the way through. I just felt like crap. So I needed something to do. Um, and I'm not like huge fans of adultery storylines, but this one weirdly has me like more hooked than others. And I don't know why, but it does. So she's basically, she is a Cambodian cardiac surgeon and her son is 
um, very sick. He has some very rare immune disorders. So she's brought him to the U.S. to try and get him into all these trials. And since she can't practice medicine, she's become a cleaning lady. And she ends up witnessing um, a murder. And instead of killing her, the drug cartel says, okay, we're going to make you, because she negotiates, they're about to kill her. And she, she says, I'll clean the body for you because she's a doctor. So she knows how to clean up without there being any traces. So they use her continually to clean up their messes. So, and she's like working, like she has to do it. Otherwise they're going to kill her. But the cartel guy is really hot and he has like a thing for her and he really loves the little boy. So like he tries to help them out as much as possible, which like, and he told her like, you can be done with this. But then like the whole FBI gets involved and it's a whole thing. But it's good. <laughs> but they're both married. And I'm like, yeah, normally I'm not like a huge, yay, adultery. But like, meh. It's been a long, February was a long month of no good TV. So, but I think you should watch it, Kelly. Okay, well, I'll see. There's we're chemistry watch- It feels there. like we're watching a lot of things right now. Like we've been watching, do- yeah. we've been watching The Gilded Age over on HBO. Oh, is that good? Because I was like, I tried watching yes, an episode it's of it in Texas, and I was like, it's kind of boring, but is yeah, it like... I, we like it. it. Like, Kyle religion? really likes it, so we've been watching that. Okay. And we've been, we are going to be watching um, Outlander comes back this weekend. Oh, are you, see, I had to break up with Outlander. Eh, I watch it because I'm not that invested, so it's like, it doesn't upset me. Yeah, I have. I think if I probably went back and watched it now, I, I wouldn't be that upset. I think I was too invested because I'm not invested anymore. So maybe that would work. <laughs> but um, it feels like we have something. Oh, we've been watching Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. The new season came out. We've been watching. You are that. watching a lot of stuff. Yeah. So we like our our thing is full. Like we have stuff we're watching every goddamn week at least the righteous gemstones finally had their season finale so i'm like okay now we have like an open Back. but here comes Back. outlander come to take it you know so i ended up watching the inventing anna yes we just finished watching that too what was your take on that i was not wildly impressed you know it it it, it was interesting to watch but like it was one of those all are terrible people type of things. Well, and you know me, I don't okay. do well with all. Are I know you're not. Here's my, I think it was like an actual, it was, they had actual. a really, they had a, they had a weird take on the, cause they kind of elevate her to like this heroic almost. And I'm like, she was literally ripping people off. Like I, don't understand the well if it happens to you a wealthy person it's fine you know what I mean like no bad things are bad things and whether or not you have wealth or not people should not do them that's kind of where I'm at so I I was a little shocked that the show they kind of took a negative point of view on the friend who she got stuck with the $65,000 bill and they were more like poor Anna she got 10 years in jail she doesn't deserve this and I was like well she did try to steal $22 million. <laughs> I don't know. It was just a weird, but again, the stuff that Anna is important to her, money, power, prestige, clothes, labels, that's what's important to Hollywood too. So it didn't shock me that they were unable to like 
see that maybe like that pursuit of that stuff is not super healthy all the time, you know? So I thought it was pretty bloated too. I was like, it was like, what was it? Eight episodes? I was it like, was a lot of episodes. It kept I was going like, we could have cut this on. down to like five. Like, I, don't I didn't need... like the reporter lady that much. I didn't like no. Anna. I didn't like her friends that much. I was just like, I, there was well, a lot and of people. They all I got just like super like. obsessed with her. They all got like super obsessed with her. And I was like, I don't understand why we're obsessed with this person. Like, and like, and I also, and this is the, also, it's the same problem I have with, with succession. There's yeah. a lot of glamorizing of wealthy lifestyle. Which, Regardless of whether itself. she's wealthy or not, wealthy I don't give a shit. Are, right, but like wealthy I, people are not innately evil, but I don't like it. Like I don't, I don't enjoy watching that. I don't like that it's glamorized and and made so aspirational. Like you should want to have tons of money so you can go on these crazy wild trips and have these parties and wear these clothes. And I'm like, that's stupid. It's the stupidest thing, and or I don't like, enjoy it. Couldn't they like make a show about wealthy people doing something with their money that's like actually worthwhile and like good? I don't they know. They would it be just, looking for a long time because I just, in my just experience, doesn't... really wealthy people are again, yeah, yeah. I was kind of like the whole yeah. the whole the whole Gross. tone of it was vapid, like and it was a pursuit of that of being vapid. You know what yeah. I mean? Like this let's, was let's just be complete utter trash. So I really didn't get Shonda Rhimes like putting a kind of a stamp on this as good. It's really they really tried to shade this by the end of the by the the last episode. They really were trying to shave this as Anna got a raw deal, and I'm like, really? So I did not take that at all. I was like, you know, I think the people she stole from were crappy. But, like, that doesn't make it okay to steal from them. Like, the law is the law, you know? So I kind of take... And, like, you know, they're like, well, you know, the bank... The bank, you know, guys, presidents didn't even, like, get that kind of sentence. Which, I agree, they should have gotten a sentence. But that doesn't mean, like, going forward, anybody who steals money, therefore, doesn't have to do any jail time. You know what I mean? Like, that's not a good precedent to send. So I just... I was very confused... But I, I, you know, I agreed with the take that, you know, that Jessica was kind of a clamor. She like, she glammed onto this chick and she wanted, you know, she was getting all of the stuff for free. And the minute the bill turned to her, she like balked at it. But like Anna did tell her she's going to pay her back and then she never did. But did she do okay? Yeah. The credit card company ended up paying back the 65. They protected her from the 65,000. And I think she made like $600,000 from selling the story. So again, these, it's like, there's no... You're looking for some virtue in somebody in the story, and there's just nothing. <laughs> it's like, okay. I just watched so, like eight hours of people being crappy. Yeah. So, and she went and she went to jail. And I'm like, am I again? I just didn't have a lot of sympathy for her character that the writers seemed to have. I was like, I'm not understanding where the sympathy is coming from. Never had sympathy for. I was like, I don't get it. <laughs> No. Something explain it to me again. Okay, so I watched that. What else did we watch? No, oh, that was it. That's all I got. My daughter sits down next to me. I was like, Mom, we gotta watch Arrow. Do you know where she has us paused? Hmm. Sarah has just been revealed. Oh boy. And I'm like, kid, you have got to be around for more than an hour. 
It's like, I know. <laughs> I think I'm going to, like, make her watch it with <gasps> I can make her watch it with me in the car. We're driving to South Dakota. We'll do four hours right there. Oh, my God. I can do it. Yep. We're going to watch some Arrow. I'll make her watch it in the hotel with me. Because seriously, he's, like, turning me on down low. These teenagers, I tell you, she's, like, social and stuff. It's rude. But, yeah, I'm, like, dying because I'm, like, girl, we got to get through the rest of season four or season two because it's good. And I want to rewatch it. So I don't know how she's like standing it. And like, you stopped at Sarah, like who stops at Sarah? Like everybody watches the next episode except you. Cause you're a crazy person. I think she's honestly forgotten. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> like, eh, whatever. <laughs> all righty. That's it for this week. That's all we got. That's all we got. That's all we got blues. So we will next week. What are we doing next week? Oh yeah. Is Bridgerton coming out next week? No. It's still a couple weeks? Yeah. Okay. We'll just continue the countdown. Just and- hope that we don't have, what was it? I just saw Stephen Colbert tweet. I'm going to be so mad if I find out Chernobyl was a prequel. Oh, God. So, maybe they set the plan on fire again. I don't know. Here, let's just take, here, let's look. We're going to take a little quick peek <sighs> at Twitter's. What's happening, Twitter? I'm a little scared to ask, but... <laughs> um, Russia continues to make advances deeper into Ukraine. Water's also wet. Um, mm. Yep. I'm not seeing anything. I think it's just... I just think it's what's-his-name being what's-his-name. It could just be him being funny. I think maybe he just found out about the the plant like I did. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. That's, yeah, maybe. Don't scare me, Stephen Colbert. It's been a long week. Seriously, we're not in the mood for jokes, really, about the Ukraine. I need you to be serious. And if you're not, like, like, don't freak me out about nuclear war right now. I just need you to not joke about the nuclear war, because then I think it's going to (laughs) happen. You know what I woke up? We're fragile, Stephen. We're fragile. I woke up this morning thinking of the old Genesis song, Land of Confusion, which was always very <laughs> kind of like Russia v. U.S. nuclear war. Like, and I'm like, oh, God. I remember I enjoyed that song because I thought that's a problem we don't have anymore. And I'm like, ah! Wrong. <laughs> wrong. Wrong. Very wrong. Well, I am excited because House of Gucci is rentable. <laughs> well, you know, we're going to go see the Batman tomorrow. Oh, dude, I wanted to go see Batman tonight. But my kids thing isn't going to last three hours. <laughs> so we have to go pick her up. And then I'm in South Dakota for the weekend. And I can't really sneak Ooh. out of the Irish dance thing to go see Batman. That would be wrong. But maybe we that could do it on Sunday wrong. night. We could go Sunday night. Yeah, we go, we're going tomorrow. And we might I'm excited. All right. Well, tell me if you like it. Because apparently okay. it's our jam. I've heard, I've heard it's really good. Like, it's I've heard super it's amazing. Gritty. And she's like, he's like Bat- Oliver Queen. He's like Oliver Queen Batman. But I like, heard well, somebody on, on TikTok say that it is now their favorite Batman adaptation. That's hard for me because I love me some Christian Bale. I know. And they said that was their favorite until they saw this. Like, we're talking about better than Dark Knight. I don't know, man. I'm just telling you what I've heard. I remain skeptical. It is, like, high up on Rotten Tomatoes and everything. It's, yeah. Okay. I'm just saying 
beaten Heath Ledger and Christian Bale in the Dark Knight that it's Paul like top order. tier. Paul <laughs> order. Y'all need to settle down. Lower the expectations. Lower the expectations. Lower the expectations. Because exactly. I'm going to be like, lame. Lame. Now listen, it's not that I'm opposed to our Pat being Batman. I was down with the casting. He has layers. But I'm just a and little And Zoe like, Kravitz is a, a fantastic pick to play Catwoman. Yeah, I'm actually cool with that. I like that she that they pick kind of an I don't know. I I think she's she's going to bring another level of like edge and cool to Catwoman that Catwoman needs. You know what I mean? It feels like a very comic book Catwoman casting. You know what I mean? Well, like from I feel what like I've heard that this this particular this particular movie is very kind of like comic book e. Yeah, like it's more true. I've heard that too. That's more true to the comics than maybe any other one. Which again, like, I'm Christian like, Bale Dark had it on on being like really, really good action movie, but this is yes. a really good comic book movie. Interesting, interesting. So okay, I'll try to get in to see it because I'm like, I'm just gonna get spoiled on it. So yeah, <laughs> gonna make me sad. Gonna make me sad to get spoiled. Yeah. Alrighty, we'll have a lovely weekend. Text me after you watch the movie. I will do. Okay, bye. Bye. this week be sure to listen next week subscribe to watch over on itunes or google play and look us up on twitter and tumblr bye, bye.